All right. Welcome back to Journey to Higher Consciousness, episode 27. Uh, I'm your host, Jeff Bayless, co-hosted by David Drugliever. By now, you probably already know that. Uh, we're kind of on a tear here now that Dave's on his radical sabbatical. So uh, we're, we're, we're pumping right along with some good content. So Dave, man, I, I, I love that uh, your flexibility allows my hangups to... Uh, <laughs> make this a project a little bit yeah. easier so i'm all about you know making your life easier man that's what you i know? need man. that's what i need more guys like you that make my life easier you know? well actually that's a good lead into what we're about to talk about is is creating community which of course is just uh, a group of people that are your allies or or you're partnering with so we'll talk a lot about that and um a lot of the radical sabbatical which is really just i call it radical sabbatical because it's a radical act of self-trust to just embrace the universe and, and a higher level of uncertainty in my life and to help others in, in a more meaningful and, and radical way that uh, that's over and above than what I've done in the past. And so here we are, you know, where I'm curving around your schedule, <laughs> you know, and normally I would have been like, nope, can't do it because of my nine to five. And so, so that's a great lead into, um, you know, to this topic. So um, why don't you add a little meat on the bone? Yeah, in terms so of what we're going to talk about. I think originally what we 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 originally wrote down in our you know group or in our uh, Google Doc was you know the Blue Zones, right? And so the Blue Zones, it's a very popular book where uh, this guy went around and studied what uh, helped people live to be centenarians around the world, right? And there were several countries that uh, you know, like in Greece, uh, Sardinia. I, I'm I'm blanking on exactly what the locations were, but there were a lot of themes, right? And so we 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 did uh, cover tribe, I believe, a while back. Uh, but the you know the access to water, be it you know a lake or uh, ocean, was huge. Uh, the uh, commute, right? So people that drove in their car more than like forty minutes per day uh, to commute to work, you know, that kind of drained on their longevity. Uh, diet, so mostly like pescatarian, Mediterranean diet, maybe kind of low in red meat, low in uh, you know, dairy, uh, not, not pushing the vegan thing on anybody, but facts are facts, right? You know, the people that ate less meat, uh, just happened to live longer. Um, there were, there were a few other things, but what was really interesting, I, I think it was a, a place in China that they were mentioning, uh, they had a, a, a large amount of people live to be over a hundred. And then what the common thread throughout every location was community. It was tribe. It was having a sense of belonging, a sense of purpose, a sense that, uh, you know, if you fell ill, someone would care for you. If you went on hard times, that somebody would financially help you or shore you up for a limited amount of time, uh, you know. And so that in and of itself became the singular thing that if you only had one of the many things that created uh, the, the, you know, the, the full spectrum, uh, as we talked about last week, you know, that all these things that created the full spectrum of where you're participating in this life, the number one thing was a tribe. It was a community. It was, you know, people that said, I love you, people that embraced each other, people that kissed each other on the cheek, like people that weren't afraid of COVID and didn't wear masks, you know, <laughs> so they could Just express smiles and receive the <laughs> smile. Right. Um, so there I go getting political. You love it when I do that. Um, <laughs> it's been all about four minutes. <laughs> Here we go. We're talking anti-vax. This is funny because Jeffy, you got to rein them back in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Give him another two minutes, and we're getting into Trump. You know. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Wow. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, over to you, man. Yeah. What do you What do you think about all of the 
first, first of all, I guess the, the first question I would ask you is, do you think in your life that community has been the singular thing to provide to your overall wellness? Or do you think it was something else? Well, I, I certainly think that it's something that I've been pursuing and, and maybe subconsciously I'm thinking that if I get that right tribe or that right community, then those things that, that, that you just mentioned, sense of purpose or support will then be conferred upon me in some way, shape, form or fashion. I think between all the things that I've, I've tried in life between academia, military, uh, travel, uh, jujitsu, so on and so forth, that it, it's, it's been a, largely just an experiment experimentation and, and a long experiment. There's a, there's a saying that uh, life's a lesson you learn it when you're through. And so a lot of it's like finding out what works for me or what doesn't work for me. Uh, certainly academia has been pretty <laughs> limp wristed when it comes to, <laughs> you know, tribe, you know, a bunch of nerds running around. Limp-wristed. Uh, I've not heard that one before. Okay. Uh, All gosh, right. Is that even allowed to say these days? I mean, oh, at some point I'll get canceled. I'm pretty sure. You know, <laughs> whatever. I thought I, was the, I thought I was the one yeah. that was like rebellious over here with the comments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Wet noodle. Right. Is, it, is that going to piss someone off? You know, so. <laughs> All right. I think yeah. it's been a wet noodle in terms of uh, community and support. So. Um, you know, so the military, that's a long one, of course, that, that in short was something that I really went into because I wanted be, really more because of purpose. I, I, you know, swore in a couple of years after nine 11 and was really looking forward to, Hey, we're all wearing the same uniform. We're all defending the same country and we're doing something meaningful, uh, in pursuit of protecting our values and our freedoms. And so, but ironically, the community I ended up going in ended up being not a very supportive one. Uh, there's a lot of reasons there. Um, there's, there's some leadership challenges. And so, um, so very, it was very trying. So, so I ended up extricating myself out of there um, earlier than expected. And so, uh, and then there's jujitsu where, uh, you know, you lock arms with people uh, trying to excel at a, a martial, a very powerful martial art. And even though it's an individual sport, you train together and you sport each other when you go compete and, and in other ways. So jujitsu has probably been the, the closest thing to community, I would say, in, in my more adult later adult life. Um, it, it, that's a whole another interesting journey just because I got my black belt last March and that has changed a lot of things for me. But uh, and then there's but just is, family. But is, but is, I mean, we'll get to family here in a second, but is is it that those communities were the singular thing that probably propelled you to greatness and in, in, in maybe an overall wellness. Uh, is it, is it those communities? I think that, that there've been a lot of experiences in those various containers that, that I just mentioned. And I, I think a lot of growth came from that. So I could get to the point where I can start to create my own community. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't think that it was, those were the singular things, if you can call it that singular things that, uh, created greatness or contributed to flourishing or, or what have you. So, so clearly I'm not saying that having that strong tribe or community uh, is an important, what I'm saying is, is that <laughs> there were, there were good ones and bad ones, you know? So, sure. so I think what in blue zones, what was discussed is, Hey, if you have the right community, then, then all those things that, that you want, again, since a purpose of support um, will be made available to you. So, so really what I'm, I'm saying here is all the things that I, I tried in pursuit of 
what was talked about in blue zones and uh, was more difficult to get than, than I otherwise would have thought. I think one of the things in my, my mental wiring is that when I join a group or, or a team, I, I probably over rotate on over rotate on, on the thought that everyone is, you know, on the same, on the same wavelength and, and is helping each other to the same degree. And, and clearly that's not, that's not the, the case. And so, um, so I've had to, to rewire myself in, in that regard because, um, you, you know, in the end, everyone is trying to serve their own needs in the best way that they can. So what you're really looking to do is find a community where the way everyone goes about meeting their needs is conducive to everyone meeting their needs at a higher level. So that's what I'm still trying to do. And I'm so grateful for the communities I've been part of because of all the lessons learned. And so where I am in this process is creation of, of my own tribe because of various reasons, the things that, that I want, I don't think are readily available in, in say a, a church or uh, in the neighborhood or, or what have you. So that this is a definitely a work in progress. Uh, but to your point, I've gotten here be, because of a lot of experimentation and trial and error. Yeah, that's all good stuff, man. I, I think, uh, you know, when I think about longevity and, you know, if, if I don't know what we're going to end up titling this, but it has something to do with, you know, the fact of living your best life. Right. And I say all the time this, I'm sure I got it from somebody else. Cause that's where a lot of information comes from. It's like, are there any original ideas anymore? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, how many times have you and I like had this original idea and then somebody, we like read a book and we're like, that son of a bitch stole my idea. <laughs> well, man, that, that happens when I wrote my, my trust. So the inverse of that, when I wrote my trust manifesto, well, just validates that it was a good ago, idea. Yeah. Yeah. I, after just a week after I saw, saw YouTube, that got uploaded by Brene Brown on trust. Yeah. Um, it, it was a different angle slant. And then uh, a couple months after that, I found out about the Stephen Covey book called the speed of trust. Right. And so the it's, I don't want to go too down this rabbit hole, but um, I feel like when people write a book or publish something or give a presentation that is broad reaching, what's generally happening is tapping into a broader collective consciousness. So, you know, when, when I wrote my manifesto, I, it was so clear to me that trust has been so broken on our planet that that's the only thing we should be focusing on moving forward. And trust is what binds a, a community and a strong tribe. Well, now, um, and, yeah, and how that trust is created. That's I, I'd love to talk about that soon. Well, and that's, that's probably exactly, you know, like, it, like I say, you know, it's all connected, but where I was going with that is like kind of, you know, having your health span match your lifespan. Right. So the idea is, you know, it's not that Jeff Bayless needs to live to be a centenarian, right. Jeff Bayless would love to live to be a hundred years old. If, my health span matched my lifespan. So if at a hundred years old, I could still go out on a pontoon boat and jump in the water. You know, if at a hundred years old, I can maybe, maybe that's stretching it. But if at a hundred years old, I could still find joy uh, in the day-to-day activities, uh, even if it's just like a meaningful conversation or a walk around, you know, the lake here in my neighborhood. Right. Um, So, you know, I think in an effort of that, right. And as discussed in the blue zones, you know, the diet, the exercise, the, the type of work, the commute, the, you know, the, the financial, there was, you know, there was a, uh, you know, to put it in American money, I think it was around a hundred or $120,000 was kind of like the, the mean where, mm-hmm. you know, anything over that created more problems, anything under that and, you know, created scarcity. Right. So it was, it was kind of, 
it's kind of like we, we attempt all of these things and you and I do this, you know, uh, we definitely care about what we eat. We definitely, I mean, do you ever, it's very rare that you miss a day working out. Right. I mean, mm. I, I can't remember unless I'm traveling. I, I certainly do not miss a day working out. Right. It's only when uh, you schedule something on top of my workout, but that's, otherwise, that's exact, yeah, that's what I do it on purpose. It's my superpower. <laughs> yeah. See how committed I am. <laughs> yeah. It's Thank a test, you for bro. that. You know? I'm, I'm testing you. That's what I do. Speaking of trial and error. You <laughs> this <know>? is a test. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should you choose to accept? Yeah, um, that's right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you know, I think I think what happens is you know these are the low hanging fruit, and this is what ads are telling us, and these are the commercials that are selling us nutritional products, you know, selling us supplements, selling us uh, you know beets, super you know super beets, and you know like all of these things that you know these are the things. If I take this magic elixir, then I'm going to wake up healthy, right? If I take and hey, I, I take I certainly take you know some supplements. I take a B12, a D3, a magnesium, a zinc. Uh, turmeric, uh, fish oil, you know, I mean, I, I take the stuff, you know, and I eat healthy and stuff like that. But is that really the singular thing that's going to propel me to a longevity that is worthy of living? It's going to add into it, you know, it's going to help that, uh, you know, get that train down the track a little bit, it's going to put a little coal in the fire to get the train down the track, but it's not the singular thing that's going to solve everything. What it is, is this feeling of love and acceptance, and that you belong uh, exactly where you are in life and having I had someone tell me two things actually in one conversation and I get, I get the first one quite a bit. Uh, and that's that I have a presence. Right. And I don't really think about it because I'm just not, you know, I'm just being me. Right. And they say, well, you have a presence about you. And I don't exactly know what that means, but I think it means I'm comfortable in my skin. Right. And then the second thing is that they say, well, you have a peace or a calmness about you. And I think that peace or calmness about me does come from this idea that, you know, I deserve to be loved. And once you've, once you've embraced or embodied that feeling, I do think that's probably one of the singular things that a community can, a community can provide for you to, you know, again, get that health span to match that lifespan and push that longevity. I think one of the things also, and, and you said a lot there, I had to take a deep breath. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> one of the things that's coming up for me is a rights of initiation. And maybe you can speak to, to this, Jeff. I, I am really focused on this because if one were to go about creating community, well, what is it that, that makes you feel that you've earned your place in this community? Was it just because you were, you were born there or you were a child of certain, certain parents? Um, I think about this because when my, one of my first rites of initiation, I would say that's clear to me is when I joined my fraternity and it, it happened to be a, a, christian based fraternity and so i was so just gonna ask you if not to interrupt but i was just gonna ask you it wasn't the church first before the fraternity because the but church there was no right of initiation into that mm -hmm. uh, other than it, Baptism? it you only get to be part of the cool kids club if you accept jesus as your personal lord and savior and if you didn't then you were part of the unwashed so to speak Right. So you essentially, a gun was held to your head as a child from a you know social, you know, perspective because you know when you're eight years old, people go around and ask you, "Are you saved yet? Are you saved yet? Do you believe in Jesus yet? Do you believe in Jesus yet?" And you're like, "I don't even know what you're talking about, man. Like I'm just trying to like survive socially here and try to." figure out what being a human is, you know, and now you're browbeating me for not saying some kind of prayer or dunking my, my head in a pool of water, you know? So, so th that was, I suppose the, the right of initiation, it's, it's a bit strange. I'm just now processing this right now. 
Um, but the one that I chose was my fraternity and I knew that there was going to be initiation. So, so if you were an associate or a pledge, as, as most would say, you're, you know, you're interested, but you're not deserving yet. You're not worthy yet to be part of the brotherhood. And then after you go through a multi-month, uh, pledge period then you go through a week-long actual initiation and uh you know the the common sort of view on the outside uh, looking at fraternities is you know you get whacked with a paddle or something like that and in, in my fraternity there wasn't any of that uh physical hazing um there was there were some intellectual uh tests and what have you uh, but i remember one big part of it was if you part of that initiation is if you failed a part of the initiation you thought that you're going to be casted out or, you know, you couldn't be become a brother in the, the fraternity, but part of it was, and I probably shouldn't be sharing this, but whatever, like this is positive. Like the, you're the, the, an actual brother who's been initiated steps in and takes on that task for you because you failed a certain part of the test. So the idea is that your, your, your brother, your, your soon to be brother will come in and, and help you in the area that you have failed. So, um, so, so I've, I found that quite meaningful now how that played out in practice. I mean, that that's where the real challenge is, right. You know, not in some kind of almost theatrical kind of uh, initiative act, but in the actual day to day for the next, the next years and, and presumably for a lifetime, it's supposed to be a lifetime thing, but I don't think it ever works out that way for anyone. So that's a good point though. Like the initiation process, because historically there's always been some, you know, some initiation process. And we talk about, you know, the hero's journey, which we almost did that, you know, and I'm sure it's coming up eventually, but you know, there's this call to action, right? There's this call to adventure where, you know, the hero is thrust into some initiation process where not only will they discover themselves, but they will prove themselves to the tribe as the person that can slay the dragon, right? And, you know, mm-hmm. in the military, there's tons of initiations. The, the one that's coming up for me uh, where I became part of the brotherhood or the fraternity, as it were, was, was chief's initiation. I mean, you know, there's definitely initiation in each mm-hmm. uh, pay grade, I would say, you know, you got to take the test, you got to pass the test, and then you're in like the the second class petty officers association or, you know, it, there, there are many things that, that aren't worth going through all of them, but you know, in the chief's initiation, there are several things that they're trying to teach you and it's no secret. They try to make it very secretive, but mm-hmm. you know, it, it's basically, you know, learn to use the chief's mess as, as a, a resource and mm-hmm. learn how to prioritize. Cause you can't do everything. You can't say yes to everything. So it's learning how to, uh, you know, eat an elephant one bite at a time and, you know, understanding what the priorities are. Uh, but what I would say, you know, as I, as now that I'm retired, you know, you see these guys that, uh, you know, they just can't let it go. You know, they just can't let it go. Mm. Stickers all over the car uh, where the show, I'm probably going to piss some chiefs off when they listen to this and I don't mean to, <laughs> you know, but, but I yep, said all the t- people off. No, no, <laughs> never. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, well, cause you know, I want them to understand that, you know, that's what you did. It's not who you are anymore. Right. And so you'll always be a part of the the community, but you don't, thou does not have to protest so much, you know, like I keep a sign above my, my desk. It's right above my head strategically. So that when you're looking at me, you see it right above my head and it says, leave your rank at the door. And the reason I leave that there. And the reason that's important to me is because, you know, at this point, yeah, I have a history and those are all things that I did, but they're not a part of, or they're a part of my history. Right. And so what I'm providing now to the community that I'm in is yet to be determined. And it's up to you to decide, not based on anything that was a shoulder device that I wore at one time. 
right? It's based on my merit now. Uh, and I, I think that's important as you provide to your community to ensure that they're going to have, you know, a longevity, uh, even just in the projects that you're trying to accomplish, the thing should be based on your merit. I'm reminded of Ray Dalio's principles, right? It should be solely based on the merit of what you're providing to the community at this time. Not, not the rank that you had, not the dragon that you slayed 40 years ago. Like at this time, you're providing this to the community. Uh, and so, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that, I think that's really important and quite often overlooked because people still looking in the rearview mirror at what they used to be. Uh, and what's important to me is right now and, mm -hmm. and, and potentially tomorrow and next week. Right. Mm -hmm. And so what merit are you providing to the community so that this, this community flourishes, uh, not, you know, what are we holding on to, uh, that may not even matter anymore, mm -hmm. quite frankly. Yeah. Yeah. Again, you opened up a, a lot there. Um, the thing that I heard there is yes, you can celebrate your achievements from before, but if, if that's the only thing that defines you, then you'll constantly be living in the past. Exactly. One of the things that I had conflicted feelings about is when I was in Michigan last weekend, I drove by one of those VFWs, the, the veterans of foreign wars. And I, I don't know much about the VFW, but I, I could, if as an old dilapidated building, I, I couldn't help, but initially went right off the bat is, what do these folks talk about in the halls of this building? And what's actually discussed? Is it always just stories of what you did, you know, decades before? And, and again, if that's therapeutic for you and that helps, then, then surely do that. But is that the only thing that's, that happens, you, you know, and I hope not. I just, I'm just asking the question. Um, but, but I, I thought that just hit me with like a wave of sadness because, um, Maybe because maybe the, the best interpretation of that is that it's folks trying to, to process what they've they've gone through and support each other. You know, that's yeah. clearly the, 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 you know, the highest or the most charitable interpretation of that. And then also, but I can't help but feel like and this is why I don't want to. Um, There's also some beer swilling that goes on. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, you, you, you know, but I, I guess a lot of things are hitting me right now just because. Um, it, it, it pains me to think of just sort of always just stay in the past for, for my life. I'm, I'm always uh, wanting to look forward and uh, to improve my life and, and surround myself with, with allies um, so I can go and, and continue. I mean, the bar is here now in my life and it just keeps going up and up and up. And um, so it can't go up if, if I'm always focusing in, in the past. So, I'm always grateful for those things that have brought me here. And, you know, you, and also, like, I am looking forward to the future version of myself also. And by you raising that bar and being the best version of yourself, I say this all the time, like, we deserve and we want the best version of you, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think a lot of people, it's kind of like that, uh, you know, the world doesn't benefit from you hiding your badassery. Like, we deserve and we want the best version of David, right? And you know, by me raising the bar, by me reading that next book, by me, uh, you know, helping someone out maybe with their resume or with, uh, you know, uh, I just had a friend reach out to me. She's uh, starting some real estate. And so she had to type up a bio, right? Well, by me raising my bar uh, and, and being able to uh, eloquently articulate things in, in, in word, right? Or on paper, 
so by me raising my bar, I was able to contribute to the tribe and help her out. You know, I was like, well, you know, here's a couple of grammatical things I would change and you might try this word instead of this, but ultimately it needs to remain in your words. Right. But by me raising my bar, I was able to help her. Right. And that's how you contribute to the community. That's how you contribute to the community's ability to maintain longevity. Yeah. Like, we need high well, caliber people. We're, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know yeah. we're out of time here. And one thing I was thinking about for, for folks tuning in is I know we bring up a lot of topics and we oftentimes skim across the pond and maybe we don't go too deep, but, but as I was thinking about the, the value of what someone would get from tuning in is just opening up, um, ideas, just sort of the idea of widening the aperture of, um, how you think about, improving your life or um, leveling up in consciousness during the higher consciousness. Right. And so it's, if, if you were to go deep and say nutrition, for example, like you go into the particulars of, of how to eat and, and what have you, which I don't have too much interest in deep diving in. And then you only get so much value. Um, whereas if you talk about an idea, say, uh, you know, this, the, this kind of say diet is, is based on, you know, this kind of strategy or this, this say evolutionary biology, you know, type of principle, um, then it's up to you to go and execute and figure out what are those particulars. And so there's a lot more value in that. So I guess what I'm trying to say to your point, you mentioned Ray Dalio principles is the, what we're doing is we're touching on a lot of principles and then and saying, Hey, it's up to you, the listener to, to take it from there. I mean, certainly we could, we could spend days and days and days talking about, the particulars of how to go about uh, either finding a sense of purpose or uh, buttressing your support system or finding those resources. Uh, but I mean, that that's for you, the listener to go about doing. And so the, the way I like to see this is if, if, if I look at, let's just say like a, a graph, like a mind map of, of concepts, what I like to do is string concepts together to then come up with like a meta concept. You know, take, for example, like I'm skilled at jujitsu, skilled at business, business sales and uh, skilled at. Uh, well, th I think those are two actually that you can put together. Right. So that's a simple example. And once you put those two together, then you come up with a, with a meta concept of, hey, jujitsu infused sales. Oh, gosh, actually make that <laughs> turn that to a book. <laughs> <You Right. know? laughs> so actually, you know what? That is going to be my next book title. <laughs> you know, I was I was playing around with power over force, but you know, power versus force is written and it's kind of too close. So I think yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Jiu-Jitsu infused sales. Yeah. So that's one project on sabbatical. I love it. Anyway, we, I love the idea. Flush things out in real time. Yeah. So <laughs> probably, probably my last, my closing remarks here would be on something you just said, you know, and I get this a lot in my, my mentorship coaching style where I'll have, uh, mostly men will ask me women. I think, uh, typically, uh, it's a little bit different for uh, women that that I that I coach, uh, but what hot button are we about to press now? <laughs> no, no, it's good. I, was, I just but, give you our time, yeah, man. Yeah, no, but, time. but men I had to will, do it again. <laughs> sure, sure. No, I'm not going to say anything sexist here. But what what I get from men a lot is I need you to tell me directly what do I need to do, right? And so what when you were talking about you know how we touch on subjects you know what's important about that is i do it on purpose is that i ask per, you know really good questions to get you to come up with the uh the coa the course of action that you want to take because if i just tell you what to do if i say this is 
on this particular topic, this is how you get healthy and live to be 100. This is Jeff's prescription to live to 100. So if I tell you that, right, <clears throat> you know, then you don't have any ownership of it. You're just doing it because I told you to, right? But if I ask you really good questions and you come up with the plan on your own and we kind of noodle it out together, right? Now you own that. And now you're going to be your best version of yourself. And maybe your body's different than mine. You know, the plant-based diet's working pretty well for me. Maybe not. Maybe a carnivore diet would work better for you. I just ask you the good questions to get you to see how your body's feeling, see how you're feeling, see how, see what's working, see what's not right. And it's, this whole life is really just, you know, a game of questions and trial and error, like you said before trial and error. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that, that, that's probably the last thing I would say, you know, as far as, you know, the, the, uh, the purposeful intent uh, of, you know, providing value to other people in our tribe uh, is by asking meaningful questions so that that person gains the ownership of the decision going forward to be the best version of themselves to provide to the community. Yeah. Yeah. My closing thought is um, that's, that's a great topic for the future. Just the, the value of question, the power of asking good questions. I, I am so passionate about this so much so that that um, this is maybe a brief tee up is if I'm in a, a group of people and I'm noticing that the way the conversation is flowing, that everyone's talking, but no one's really listening or asking questions. I start to distance myself from that situation. I'm like, mm, look at the time, you know, Irish exit kind of thing, you know? <laughs> so, um, right, right. Uh, yeah, I'd like to talk about that one in, in a future episode. Cool, man. All right. Um, so, uh, as always, jujitsu on Instagram. I don't even know how to say jujitsu anymore. It's just jujitsu <laughs> to me. Uh, Jeff Bayless underscore on Instagram. Check out our podcast too, guys. Uh, the Evolution Podcast. And then Dave has uh, Soft But Stronger. Uh, we really do pour out a lot of energy uh, in order to try to bring some awareness, some consciousness to subjects that are near and dear to our hearts that maybe we've messed up uh, or maybe muddled through. Uh, and so, you know, hopefully you're getting something out of this. And if you are do us a favor and just not only provide us some feedback, but, you know, give us a review and share it, uh, you know, rising tide lifts all boats. And we really do, uh, hope to better our communities, uh, as we were discussing earlier. So that's, this is part of that. Right. Mm. So, yeah. Well said. All right, Dave, I appreciate you brother. And, uh, we'll chat again, uh, hopefully soon now that you're on a radical sabbatical. <laughs> all right. Cheers. All right. Later. <laughs>